Hey, this is Chad Smith, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Chicken Foot, Bombastic Meat Bats. You're listening to In Conversation. I'm at the Firefly Festival in Dover, Delaware with the Avid Brothers. I, I, would, I wanted to, to ask, if y'all, like, when the Chili Peppers don't play for a month at a time or a few weeks at a time, what, what's y'all, do y'all rehearse? Like, do y'all get together and get chemistry happening before you go on the road? Or do you just rehearse? See, like, we're, we are, we have just never been a rehearsal band. Like, we, there were times early on where we were able to make time for practice, but life gets more complicated. You have more responsibilities, and we have to, we have a lot of trouble getting together to rehearse. When we do, it makes us so much better of a band, but... Um, we don't we don't we don't do it enough. Like, is this something that y'all have like sort of like mapped out? Like, we're gonna practice, we're gonna jam for this much time. Like, yeah, that's a good question because we're right now we're in a uh, kind of a, a, a not a weird spot, but like where we're not playing all the time. Usually, it's make a record and we'll go and and rehearse because we want to play those new songs. So we'll try to play a lot of those and at least have them to where if you want to play them, we can do them. It's not something we've never played live before. So it's like, is this one going to work? I don't know. Is this one going to work? So we go through that. But also really relearning the old ones. You, know? you got to remember them. He's got a lot of words to remember. Everybody's got to remember the part. And then to like be able to play and not think about it. Because you guys know that's the last thing is what? What? twice you know, and then you're like not in the moment so we rehearsed before tours about I'd say three weeks usually three weeks maybe a month uh, doing every every day of the every week every day you know a few hours a day yeah like maybe three hours um, and that usually gets everybody's chops up, but there's nothing. There's nothing the same as like, you know, practice is one thing, game time is another. You know, there's nothing that replaces that. Um, like but tonight, have you guys practiced? We haven't. Stuff? We haven't played since we played in Detroit. Um, we played in Detroit on the eighth of June. So what is that? Two weeks. So. Um, That's about like this. Yeah, been, and this is not normal for us. So usually, like. Um, before we played Coachella, we had a little bit of time off, and we actually rehearsed. We played a little show before we wanted like a warm-up show, so we rehearsed for like three days, just to just to just to knock the rust off. You know? And everybody kind of remembers the song, but just so because you know, I take a lot of pride in playing well. Coachella's kind of a big show. We want to be. We don't care about these. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Dover. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's gonna be great. No, we, we'll we'll run through. We got a little rehearsal room in the back, and we'll jam a little bit. Especially if there's like a song that we haven't played in a while or something. But for tour, tour, we'll usually rehearse three or four weeks and like just play new songs all the time. Man, that sounds so good. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not really what you sometimes what you want to do. Right. You know, you know, totally. Because if not, in the first three or four shows are gonna be like not. Not great. Well, I remember being in the studio with Rick, and he he singled you guys out as a band that practiced every day, three hours a day. And he he said he he told us that you guys practiced a lot. Well, when we're writing, when we write music, um, or yeah, we were we would write for. Probably three or four hours, not straight. You know, you play, you stop, you hear about this song, and I, you know, but it's not like a, like a person for a set. But yeah, we played a lot, and, and 
again, a lot of our music comes from improvising together, and the more you jam, the more ideas you're going to get, you know, so it's like, that's kind of how we work, and Rick is always like, keep going, keep going, some of your messed up comes out again, we got 50 songs, we're done, no, keep going, man, we write, even like if we're, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the, like really do pre-production, then we would kind of stop, and Rick would come in, and we kind of stop writing, and work on the song, that we have to play for him, but he's like, no, I'll come at four, and you guys start at one, and jam for a while, and, and often, he's right, you know, he's Right <laughs> it really pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, I'd say 85% of the time, you know, it's certainly like a song idea, you know, it should be like this, what do you guys think of that, or change, just his ideas, arrangement ideas and stuff. And, and again, it's separating that emotional from like somebody fresh out looking at me, like, oh, you're not hearing it, this is really fucking great. Wait till you, wait, you, know, you hear the harmony, or wait. The second blah 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 part. This is gonna make it. Eh, I don't know. Just, um, so it's like, we work very different with the demo. Like yeah, we we don't really we, don't we, have, we we we'll record songs, but we don't. When we work with him, he comes and we play. We don't. So this ball is Tom T. Great, yeah, yeah. Writer. We spent the day with Tom. What was he like? You've heard of songs and storytelling. Yeah. It's just like, just like that. Yeah. It's amazing. His house is Fox Hollow outside of Nashville. You go there and he's got peacocks going around old Bassett Hill. Garden. At the end. He's, he's awesome. really great. Giving you some beer, golf, or whatever. And he'll just talk. He's got great stories. And he, uh, you know, he, he, one thing he said to us is like, oh, you know, I've been waiting in Nashville for you guys to get off the bus for a long time. So, I think the guys like me, Roger Miller, Johnny Cash, and, we were around today, we wouldn't be in the business. My, my example of this is there was a band, I won't name names because I don't want to. I don't want to be nasty about it. I said I love this band, I like it, and I researched a little more and found that they had a stylist, uh, someone write their bio from them, and told them how to be, told them what their songs were. And he said I was so baffled, and it ruined the whole thing for me. He said back in the day, we just were what we were, and that's what we presented, and that's what it was. There's a weird world of entertainment yeah and here i am bearing my soul i remember we, we, we first talked to him on the phone before we got to meet him and after the phone call yeah i, I, I wrote I, I wrote this down because yeah. uh, he, he again almost everything he says is tom t hall he's one of our biggest heroes you know so almost everything he said i was like oh, i gotta remember that i gotta remember that <laughs> I, looked, I looked through a journal the other day and, and i had written in big letters with a, with a pencil um quote from tom t hall on the phone you know june whatever just make music. That's all I can recommend. That's keeping it simple. That's it. Really. You know, and, and he's right, though. I think certainly in the sense of like the manufactured thing. It's yes. so popular these days with the reality shows. But like people don't underestimate like these people, fans, and the public. They can tell when no it's doubt. like no doubt. totally like when it's real. They know. They connect with it for whatever. They maybe they don't really know why, but like. No. And, and I think like that we connect with something. I don't. I hear something on the radio. I don't know. I'm like there's something cool about this, or something really genuine or honest, or whatever it is. It touches you emotionally, and and that comes through. And yeah. So like, and it's giving an audience credit. Like exactly. Give, give don't like, credit, but they're not really that. 
Right, you're not thick. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's almost when you hear music that's that's, that's either highly uh, saccharine or highly synthetic, it almost feels kind of insulting. Like I, I know that's made up, you know. Like I, not that necessarily is bad. There's a place for that, but like don't present it to me as the most heartfelt thing because I can see through that. You know. Yeah, we're in an interesting time where that's happening, and it'll be interesting how it plays out. No doubt. It will because it is a little overdone. <laughs> It, it, yeah, it's gotta work itself. It's gotta work itself. You, you're, you, you know, the 90s was a great time of, of a lot of real, real stuff. Country music went through that in the 70s. Really, really, real deal stuff. We were at the CFT Awards last two weeks ago. And I'm talking about, you know, this is, this is, uh, it's not, not just country music, entertainment alone. This isn't always a business that you go, you make it being yourself. You're very lucky. If you can make it being yourself, you're a lucky person. You don't have longevity in it, and it's way more soul satisfying, I think. I mean, people just want to like do anything to be famous or make it or whatever. I don't think people want to play music for a living, and some people will do anything to be able to do that. That's fine, but, but, but um, I don't know. I just I, I, I really think that we'll, we'll figure it out. Figure out what's real. You might get away with it for a little bit. You know, then people got stick, and it's like. But you know, at the end of the day, if you don't have any longevity. There has to be some integrity involved. There, there, it has there to does. Be real. There does. It, it, also, each of us have to, for ourselves. No one else can make this this decision for us. Each of us have to make that call. You know, you hear people say. You know, maybe like a maybe it's a studio musician or somebody that maybe writes just jingles or television or, or, or something where that it doesn't do much for their soul, um, and they'll they'll say something like, "Well, you know, Beats getting a, a, a normal job." I'm like, "Well, for you, maybe, and if it does, that's great. For me, there's it's likely that I would rather do hard carpentry work, or, or I might rather lay brick. I, I you know, I might want rather with farm. You know, I don't know. Each of us have to kind of figure out because you get to a point where it's like. It's not enough just to, to be sitting and doing a task where you're just you know hitting the kick drum, hitting the hi hat, and playing the snare on the two or whatever. Like if if that's all you're doing, you, it might be better for your soul if you if you're reforming or something. <laughs> I, I know that for me that that line is not way out in the distance. It's kind of it's a lot yeah, closer. To and me, that's the know? thing. I think that there are different people have different exactly. And, and as, as what as they will they do, know, exactly. yeah, and, and, and how long they will do it. And I just I just pray that we all can, can find out where that line is because, like Scott's saying, like some of these folks, like they might be seeing it, saying it as more of a, almost like an acting job, you know. And, and if, if if they're going to do it and, and treat music in that way, and they feel good about that, then that's good. They, they need okay. to feel good yeah, about it. That's yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I don't I don't need them to be Elliot Smith. I don't yeah, I don't need yeah. them to be Kurt Cobain. I need them to be whatever they need yeah, to be. Yeah, um, yeah. But for me, like I, I, I really yearn for for meaning in music. Like I really long for for, for meaning, and I, I, I can't I can't be satisfied with, with it just being um, you know certain like wavelengths recorded in high fidelity. Like I need it to be something a lot more than that. I have to have it. You know? So so that that's line is. That's, 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 you, you, that's why you is the way you is. Yeah. You know, and, and that's that's a, that's beautiful, and, and that's why I think people that connect with your music connect with you. Gotta have good songs. That helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that always helps. Yeah. But uh, if you're backing it up and it's earnest and it's honest and you claim from your heart and 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 you can leave it out there every night, people pick up on that. They respond. And they appreciate it. They respond. And they give you fuel. And they make it like Scott's asking. You know, as far as the energy goes. I mean, I know. Like even already, Scott's 37 now. 
and uh, he's certainly doing things athletically that a lot of you know, 37 year old wouldn't just get up in the morning and start doing like they shouldn't do and probably shouldn't do. Uh, I see him after the show with ice packs on, but like the the the, the Me people too. The, the the people that are responding, like you're talking about these people that get it and respond, they're giving us fuel to do that. Like you know, otherwise you wouldn't just, you wouldn't just be so you know motivated just just jump around and just be so fired up. Yeah. You know, they they I mean, give it. How, how many times you guys have gone out to and like whatever's happening? You know, a day maybe you had a long travel, you didn't sleep good, you don't feel good, whatever. And you get out and you're, you're ready to play. You know, not happened to me. It happens. And I'll be like, okay, you know, ready to play, okay, you know. You get up there, and I'm thinking, okay. You're not in your, like, ultimate, like, yeah, no. can't wait to fucking just yeah. go fucking crazy or, you know, feel so connected or, or so conscious in the moment. And you're kind of like, you know, it's almost a job at the moment. And as soon as you see those people and the way they respond, right? It's on. You can't, you'd have to be almost fucking dead, you know. I had that last night. Right? Yeah. I had that last night. I mean, you, yeah, yeah. You, you got things going on in your life, or you're tired. It's a long journey, whatever. It, you you gotta be you gotta be checking your pulse, man. <laughs> if, if you look out and see these people and don't respond, yeah. you know, you get you need to check your pulse because they're smiling and like and see like for, for you, yeah, for you, for you, like this is your job. This is what you do on almost a nightly basis. But this, this person out there, they might have been waiting for three months on this thing. They might have been just all day. They might have been uh, tailgating in the parking lot all day. Like they, they are fired up, man. They, they are going to let you know that this is a momentous night. This isn't. This isn't. You know, you're not clocking in. This is a, an occasion. And we've all been reminding each other lately, especially because of things going on in our lives. This might be our la- like. This is not some cliche. Like this might be the last opportunity today. Might be the last opportunity. Either one of our bands get a chance to do this. You know, we don't, we don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely, you never. You don't know what's going to. You really don't. I know. Last time I saw you guys, or the only time I've seen you guys live, and I loved every bit of it. We saw when you got us watching uh, Austin. The next day we went to uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas, and I definitely injured the hell out of my back because I was so proud. I got to see you. Toby, you were like, you were like, man, we're gonna like really like go crazy out there. And I, I, we were on fire, but I was just like, by the end of the show, I was like, oh, yeah, God. you don't feel it when you're this doing is deep, it. Man. No. This is deep. Extra ice pack. It was. You know, it, 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 there, there, there's something with going out and playing and like just. You know, being able to you have the opportunity to go out and make people happy, man, man. People, like you said, we've got it. The girl or whoever are there, and they may have never seen you before. They've seen you before. They're really excited, and you know, you want them to make this night feel special. And that's why we don't stand in the same spot so that light hits us, and that's why we jam between songs. And that's why we talk to the crowd and let them know that we're here in the moment too. We don't, what, uh, hello Cleveland. We don't like, you know, let them know. I I go see bands. I don't want to see nobody not take a fucking risk. I hate it when they just play it like the record. Unless it's classical music, which is great. I appreciate that. But like, if you're a rock and roll band, where's the danger? Where's the risk? Where's the fuck it and like let it, let shit fucking fly? People fucking love that. They love when you fall down. That's or, right. Or, or, we, or you fuck up and then you laugh, or you know, you maybe oh shit, but they're like, ah, he's real. Look out! Or you play that little part different than the record, and I see. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like they love it, and, and sometimes you can get caught up in like, you know, okay, here's a set list, and 
you know, we're playing this song, we're playing, you know, Under the Bridge for the 99,000th time in a row, but that's that guy's favorite song. Yeah. If I don't and fucking he's, play and, it and he's good, never seen you do it. He's never seen y'all do it in real life. Right. He's like, and he's freaking out. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sure the same thing with you guys. People that really connect, you know, you just... And he, sometimes you, you got to remind yourself of that. No doubt, and, and you're there for them. I mean, and like Tom T. If you if, if you're right. playing under the bridge for the, for the ninetieth thousandth time, like you have to, to keep in mind, like the work has already been done for that that guy's connection. This is that guy's favorite song. He's listening. You made that work. I don't know how long. Blood, Blood Sugar is 20, twenty years ago. Yeah, so like that that work has been like. Like uh, it's, it's got it's, twenty it's, years of yeah, exactly. Still it's, like, it's like it's like it's like interest has been like gaining and gaining and gaining and gaining to where like that work is already done. You don't have to be having the best night of your life performing it. You just got to be there and just and just and just respect that he is that this guy or this many people are so excited to hear that song in real life. You know, it's awesome. It yeah, really I mean, is. If you can get a couple that like connect with people like that, you know. Um, well, that one, I read at one point that that was one that was just sort of a sketch in the notebook. I think Rick maybe it was. was like, hey, that, that's it all. It was, uh, you're right. It, it, it's, it's rare for us. Usually the music comes first, and then Anthony will come up with, with melody and, and words and stuff after. Almost 95% of the time. Um, Californication was another one that he came up with the melody prior to. And Under the Bridge was more of a poem, a poem that he had written. And Rick saw it at his house, I think he was over at his house. And, What's this? Oh, this is a poem, this is for the banner. Because we weren't playing any slow song back then. Right, right. And he's like, this is really, you know, really old Rick. You know. <laughs> he's like, no, nah, you know, she's really good. You know, she's really good. vulnerable. Very, yeah, yeah, you know. just really different. Like, yeah. you know, wasn't about pussy and no okay. <laughs> so, so we were doing it at the time. So he, he was like, we, 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 <laughs> we weren't doing any songs that were slow <laughs> or not pussy. about that. <laughs> right. We're young men in our 20s with girl sex drive and now we're just old and tired. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he, this is the first song that was like one that, you know, is different than all kind of, you know, and we remember doing and then, and then I think Anthony and John on guitar playing showed it to him and, and I'm sure sang it all out of key and you know and John like came up with the chords and showed it to Flea and I and we didn't think anything really of it at the time. I didn't think like, oh this is an anthem. a big fucking great time. Oh that's cool. Kind of a new young, you know, trip down, you know. And that was it. When, even when we recorded it, it was like, yeah, you know, it's it's different. Cool flavor to have on the album. Yeah. It affected our lives. No doubt. Like switching up your sets and stuff. You kind of struggle with that. What? How do you? Who's this, is there a set list writer in the band? The you two, got, the three, the two, three of us. Seth and I will do it. Bob will check off or say, okay. Bob's quality control. Quality control. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, we haven't done this one in a while. Uh, he's, he's, you got this, this, and this, uh, you know. Same tempo uh, or something. Yeah, exactly. Same key, same tempo. Or, or, like you said, good about taking risks. Sometimes Bob will say, uh, we've done this, you know, this many nights. It's time to do something dangerous or scary or whatever. We made a set list about normally... Normally, an hour, a couple hours before we go out, but like on a day when we knew we were going to be doing stuff during the day, we wrote it. I wrote it at 11 o'clock this morning. And uh, just, you know. Is it ever anything to do with, with singing? It like, changes. Yeah, it changes. You heard it. Yeah. Okay, you do a couple more of these. It's weird because the backups, when our voices are heard, the backups are harder usually to sing yeah. than the, the they just ripping it. You know? 
Yeah, because we, we generally are doing like we both naturally fall into like a third or a fifth like harmony above a lot of the a lot of the vocals, so we it, it wears us out. The scream is the, the right now. That's the divider for us. We grew up screaming a lot. And we're learning now that if you have any weakness or you aren't warm or having to work in those chords in a while, you scream it to blow it out. Oh, oh, okay. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, if you ever scream, you got screaming can come later in the tour. Yeah, you yeah. can really let it rip. If we like, like the last time. Yeah. Proper Sometimes that's hard because you're caught in the moment and you want to like. So hard. Yeah. 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 And there's there's what if you have Mountain Dew and smoke cigarettes and yeah. have whiskey and you could just do it and the next day you'd be like oh man. yeah and then there's you know there's proper ways to do that like a man like the Deftones uh, you know that singer you know Chino Moreno yeah. he can just do he just do that you know he's you know, he's in his forties but he he's, he knows the proper way to do it he he just he that's part of his vocal repertoire us our songs are based in melody all melody all singing so when we scream it's like it is like that moment where you're just like oh, you know yeah. and then yeah the next day you're like oh god I wish I wouldn't have screamed so much. Silly, ridiculous. But yeah, and, and, and just a lot of guesswork, really, as far as set lists. Like, aren't you just guessing? Like, aren't you guessing about what the personality of the night will be? Because you, know? you don't know how you're going to be playing. You don't know you what don't the, the crowd's going to be like. Um, I mean, obviously, time constraint. Okay, we're playing this yeah. long, so this many songs right. usually fills it up. Yeah. But like, you take into like tempo and like, or do you have like, you know? We always kind of do this one here. We always kind of do this one there. We definitely find like couplings that work, you know, like all oh, this. This this feels good going into this. Some sections that remind remind me some of of, uh, of how y'all do. Y'all y'all bridge a lot of things together. Keep yeah. the things flowing. Yeah. We we have some things that, that that are that develop like that on stage. We you know spe- you know festival atmosphere like Scott's saying. We're definitely not going to play three ballads, four ballads in a row because you know not only are they losing it, you're losing it. You're just, you know so we try to keep it high energy. And, and, and know the pockets and also know after you play six rippers it's like okay now's the time for you know the solo song where Scott goes out and sings and all of us just go sit back and drink some water or whatever you know kind of do so definitely part of it's like logistical but then a lot of it's just we just try to let it flow and then try, try to be malleable enough to where if we get up there and we were kind of wrong about what the personality of the crowd might be like yeah. to be like alright you guys feel audible? Like, sometimes all the time okay good we didn't do set this until about three years ago yeah we would just go and bump off and yeah. like, next! Just throw, yeah, just throw them out. We'd look over each other as we do. And that came to the me, me neither. That, that was one of those things that we were like, look, we're just holding on to it because it is punk rock. We're not going to make a set list. You know? yeah, that's, right. Right. that's right. Posers. That's right. Guys that know that. So then finally we were like, okay, we got 11, 11 guys that need to know what song is next. We need to make a set list. How am I getting good next? Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. You guys, as many albums you put out, it's like... Uh, there's probably a long list of songs that probably would have been a lot of people expecting. So that's that's the deal. That's what I mean. With us, that's the it's a, a lovely problem to have, I guess, is that yeah. we have songs that people want to hear. It's a new one, too, though. I know, so that's the thing. You try to get the, find the balance of like new songs and, and ones that, that you know, there's probably, if we play. 25 songs or 23 songs in a set, I would say there's probably 15 or 16 that we kind of sort of always do, or not, not have to do, but that we, we feel we should put. There's certain, as you say, we got a lot of records. And, you know, yeah. So, but the other ones, those are the ones that are kind of hard to pick, and those keep rotating, and that keeps it fresh, you know, which is, and I think that's kind of. I mean, you know, every, you can't make everybody happy. 
Oh, you don't play anything off of blah 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 record, you know. Oh, come you don't do more of stuff off freaky styling. Like, no one really knows those. <laughs> you, know, you know, we like them, but you know, they're gonna be like, it's a new one. If you do like two or three of them, you know, there's only so many. So much real estate. You can get stuck. So it's like. We, those are the ones that we really enjoy. We'll do me and my friends from uh, from Uplift that like no one really knows. Unless they're a fan of the band, they don't know what to do. Well, it's cool. It's cool if you, if you do a really old one. It's it's awesome because you know for like there's twenty thousand people. Like, there's like there's like twelve dudes that are just gonna be like yes, 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 yes. you know. But <laughs> the other fifty thousand. Yeah. Like, huh? <laughs> you gotta do some of those for those guys. Oh, and I, gotta think, throw them I think and I and I really yeah. think you do. I think you just yeah. you know. But I don't think you should go the other way and play right. Van Morrison and not do, you know, right. I won't do any of my hits. Right. We'll never do Under the Bridge again. Right, right. That would break no. my heart. Yeah, I mean, just, I, and then this is just, this is our yeah. other people. I think something do we do is we go back in the catalog and revise old songs, like not change lyrics or chords, but new energy always. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I saw Dylan, everything was a shuffle. Yeah. Every, everything. And he's just and dropping he's, the lyrics on top of the yeah, show. Yeah, and I was like, he's like, he's always like four, four words ahead of the beat. Uh, he's like, so out, man. It was nobody feels <laughs> any pain. Can I have to out the ring? Right? I'm like, what's this? Is this the same one? No. It was so quiet. What, what, what I saw, I saw it. We could talk like this. It was like lounging. You wonder why that is. I saw him like nine. I saw him like nine years ago, and uh, uh, he, he played only one instrument. It was a tiny little keyboard the whole time. Tiny little keyboard. Yeah, the whole yeah. show. Oh, he put, and he played it the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> hey, he never touched a guitar the whole night. And he, I think he only touched the piano with one hand. It was nuts. He's out, man. He's out there. Yeah. No, he's a, he's you know he's a true artist. He's uh, amazing. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. But it's like really you don't know what you're gonna get. So I guess that's kind of the that's his thing. And he never fucking stops touring. No. He never stops. And he's not a young pop. No. It's not like he's out there jumping around. But still, the travel alone. I saw, saw some interview with him not too long ago where he was talking about that, the, the never any tour concept and all this. He sounded like he said he just felt like he was just trying to even the, uh, he was trying to pay back the deal, sort of like like he, he got he got offered so much, so much, and he was just trying to make it even somehow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like, like he was trying to even the score in a way like for like anybody that wants to see him. No, 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 like yeah, with God. Like, like with God. Oh, like like God. yeah, it was it was like it was like early on he he was given the songs and given all that thing. Sixty minutes. Yeah, it was a, it's a recent oh, one. Yeah, and he was like, and they asked him there like, do you st- do you still have songs like that that come to you? And he was like, no. He's like, I can't write songs. He's like, I can't write songs like that anymore. He's like, I can do other things. He's like, and I, I can go out and play the songs. You play one-handed, play one-handed Casio. piano, play and, and do a shuffle on every song. And we're like, we're sitting here like hashing out. Okay, so when you rehearse, is it like this? When you make a set list, like that? Like, like yeah, all those conversations like enter his mind, and he's done with them before they even come to it. Probably, you know. So. He had the harmonica one time when I saw him live. It was live, yeah. play, play. Went back down, went back to the piano, played. It was like, oh man, I want that guitar. He never touched the guitar. Played the same thing. Had a cowboy hat. And what's, what's what's hilarious is is uh, like for him, I think at this point it's almost like negative, like the negative space, like in a drawing. Because if he plays every song as a shuffle. 
he's got one of the best bands on the planet. I mean, it's not like these guys couldn't do anything that they put their minds to at all without probably even much rehearsal. You know? Yeah, yeah like, they do a foxtrot and a shuffle. Right, I mean, yeah, at the same time. <laughs> so that's, that's, it's kind of perverted. It is, it is, but it's really interesting to us. Like, yeah. I wonder for like, the, the layman, for, for the, just the, the music fan, like what it feels like for us, it's like, it's almost kind of better because it's so interesting, you know. I'm fucking rock, It's awesome, man. but it, but, it's, but yeah, but like if you just go there and you want and you want to hear, uh, yeah, you want to hear like a Rolling Stone, not whatever, like, yeah. like the record. Yeah, it's gonna be a disappointment. Yeah, gonna be gonna be but you know, God Yeah, that's right. That's right. For so many reasons. Life was like too. No. To be with him, yeah, like talking about dealing with a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you see that don't look back moving like, like crazy. All the interviews and the questions, and they thought he was like, yeah. he had the answers to everything. That like 60s culture and the Beatles and blah, 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 just like that's, stupid that's, fucking questions. Th- those experiences are, are reserved for a very, very precious very, few. I mean, Elvis, you know, Michael Jackson, that's about it. You know, like he's, we talked about this after we, we performed with him at the Grammys. It's like he's been dealing with people, with everyone going hush every time he walks in a room. For like fifty years, yeah. you know, like yeah. it's it's not like how can he not? How yeah. can he not be exactly. like that? Fucking, yeah, and like yeah. no one treats him like a normal person. I mean, there are probably no. very few people. Right. He could probably, probably. He probably sits around like this with very few people. Right. We had some interactions with him that were very. I mean, at at that after party when I said hello to him, thanked him, and everything, it was totally he wasn't I mean there was he didn't seem eccentric he yeah, didn't seem weird he's not like a weirdo yeah I always wonder how Tom Petty felt in this yeah cause he wasn't like how he is today like Jeff Lynn yeah right? Jeff Lynn yeah and, you know and Petty obviously has heard of Dylan right <laughs> yeah. I mean you know I mean, who hasn't I mean come on but like yeah. Petty you know I guess really. it was after they toured together that was after remember Petty and Dylan did that tour they did it too so it was probably after that yeah they were friendly like they were friendly you know yeah. and, and, um, I, know, I know. Speaking of that, uh, just while we're talking about Tom Petty, I saw a, a bit in Rolling Stone. He's playing it. Is he playing tomorrow? Is he? Oh, is he I, I, know, I know. He's he, he's put some stuff out in the press about uh, about how he's going to retire from songs. Like he's just uh, he's he's a little bit tired yeah, of playing, yeah. playing some of yeah, these hits. He's had that enough. Too. That's it. Yeah. I think Free Fallen was one of them. People are not going to be. <laughs> he's like this tour. They're doing more like you know, lesser down cuts or whatever. Yeah. He says I'm free of Free Falling. Or <laughs> well, I thought it was a good ago, song. He was retired, like he was. Uh, it was farewell tour a few years ago, I thought. But now he's he's back at it. I'm really glad. I love Tom Petty. Yeah. Me too. You know, he was never like. What else are you gonna fucking do? Man? I don't. I mean, I'm not saying you have to go out and be Bob Dylan tour till you don't stop. But like, well, I guess he doesn't have to perform. Like, if you've been a musician that long, and that's like a big part of who you are. Like, could you guys imagine like not playing music? I can't. I can't really. I mean, I mean I'm uh, sure it's possible, but it doesn't come to mind right off what you would retire into. If, if we had a couple, of, if we had a year off or something, I think all of us would be like through or something. Yeah, like yeah. we would do a couple months and then we'd be like, all right, we got to do this, we got to do that. Let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, let's do something. Yeah, we'd have to. It's a, it's, once it gets in, whatever. You got to make it. You're just driven to. Yeah, it's a part of your. And then I'm, I'm on, sometimes on the road, I'm like, what are we doing? It's crazy. And then you go home yeah. for two weeks. Yeah, and you're like, like oh, this, Yeah. Oh, it's the same way. She's like, go play the drums with somebody somewhere. Get out of here. You're driving me crazy. You know? I'm like, what is it? I'm like, 
Last night, last night. We haven't played for a couple weeks. Last night in Times Square, the guy Andrew W. K. Yeah. His music, you know, but he's a drummer, I guess. And he oh, is because okay. he was playing in Times Square in a store trying to break the world record to play for drums for 24 hours non-stop. And I guess that, so he's in there just <laughs> and I was like and, and, great. and where and where it, it, at Times Square not in outside of a store in an Oakley store so like a sunglass store part of some award show I guess. and Questlove was doing it and he goes hey man would you would you uh, I get involved in this thing, Andrew's playing, and I was like, what's he doing? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to jump for 24 hours straight. I'm like, I go, if he makes it to the end, I'll go and I'll play with him in the last hour. How about that? Okay, I'll tell you. Sure, sure enough. He made it. Fucking got me. <laughs> I show up. And he's just, duh. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> Go, 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 go. Boom, boom. He was beat, man. He was, I mean, he was, did you mad? Like, played for fucking two hours. I'm like, it was a little different, but he was like, he was definitely, I'm like, who are you doing? He's like, took his hand and was like, are you like hallucinating? He's like, yeah. I, is that you? Are you really here? I'm like, yeah, I'm really here. Okay. And I sat down and we played the drum set. And, and he fucking played, man. I was like, he was doing, he was like physically, still playing. Muscle, like, yeah, he could still, like, was gave him that boost. I don't know. I mean, it was like he wasn't making record, but it was like, yeah. you know, he was playing and like keeping time and we were trading off and whatever. But like, I came back and I like felt so much better. My wife's like, what'd you do? And I'm like, yeah, he's <laughs> So what'd you play? And where? It was in a store and I explained to her again. But like you just, I just need to play. I don't know if it's a physical thing or a mental thing, but you play. Did you play the best of all? Do you want to? Yeah. Will you ask me? Sure. Mike was like, hey man, he's gonna play. Yeah. But look, this time, Chad, let's do that double top. Let's do it this time. Let's do it this time. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's right. A good idea. It was a good idea in the dressing room. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Okay. Well. Do you know the deal on this? What? No. Yeah. We'll run it down after. Yeah. Yeah. We, we last time I played with these guys, where was it? Boston? Or Austin City Limits. And we were in the dressing room we were playing, we were going through it and I was like, what about at the end? Like the last course we just extended a little bit and I'll do a double time. Yeah, yeah, we worked it out and it slowed down. Okay, okay, we got up there and everybody could at least I know I did. I could I maybe I started this <laughs> You, 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 start, the you, you started, you started yeah. at the, like, on the, like, in the oh, last, last measure. Last yeah, like, finished yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I got out, I was just like, dude, God, he gave, he gave me a hug, walking off. You're like, I'm messing it up. I'm messing up. See? It's still a good idea. Now we got our second chance. All right, chance. Wait, now we got our second chance. Life is full of It's all about second chances. Yeah, we're third. Hey, this is Chad Smith. You've been listening to In Conversation. This was with the lovely Avid brothers. Handsome, powerful, rich, and men of integrity and great substance. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Stay tuned for more.